Welcome to a new light podcast with Karen and Esther, where we get to exchange real and vulnerable conversations that stem from our personal journeys as Asian American women. We are here to shed some light on culture, faith, relationships, and mental health, all in hopes that you can say the words, me too. So grab your coffee and dive in with us on a new light podcast. Hey guys, it's Esther. And this is Karen. And we're back after three weeks. So this episode is about love and relationships. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) The reason why it took us a minute was because this past month of September was pretty crazy for me. Mm -hmm. One, your girl got married. Yay! transition and so now we're finally here yes well before we dive in I just want to hear a bit about your wedding and from your perspective like how was it what was it like for you and in order to share that day oh it was so beautiful it was it just filled my heart because it was everything I could have ever wanted just so much love Mm -hmm. and just genuine heartfelt like sharing of like all the love that everyone had for each other and for us and I think that's just really the essence of a beautiful wedding Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah you guys had like 30 yeah like 28 29 yeah, and I was very honored to be one of your guests of there. Of course. So, like, witnessing from the outside, it was very intimate. It was just, like, family and close people to you guys who know your love story yeah. and is for you. Yeah. Um, so that was really amazing to, to witness. Thanks, so, Karen. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're back yeah. and that we get to do this still together. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, well, since we're on the topic... Esther, why don't you start us off with sharing with us how you and Eduardo met. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to go right in. Yeah. Man, I love kind of reliving the past because it's like, oh, like, wow, it was just so exciting Mm -hmm. and unknown back then. Um, So, like, let's retrace our steps from, like, over three years ago. Um, Eduardo and I, we knew each other actually for a bit because we went to the same church Mm -hmm. and we still go there. Um, but it was around the time of the solar eclipse in Oregon, it was 2017. (laughs) And that's really kind of what started, um, I don't know, like that's when things started moving Mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, we, our church, we went to go see the solar eclipse and we carpooled together Yeah. and we spent like 12 plus hours together and we like really hit it off. We were chatting. We found a lot of things in common and it just got me thinking, huh, like he's really cool. Like there's <laughs> a lot to share and talk about and we enjoy the same things. Yeah. Um, but even then at that point, it was just kind of a thought in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, let's take it a step like more like uh, previous to that. Um, it's a really funny story. I shared this in my vows as well at the <laughs> wedding. Our uh, pastor friend and officiant, Caleb, he had kind of spilled the beans before. Yeah. <laughs> we were just hanging out one day and Caleb randomly was like, uh, what do you think of Eduardo? And <laughs> I just kind of caught him in that moment and I asked him, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And he kind of stuttered and that's when I knew like, oh, he asked about me at one point. Yeah. But... That was just a while ago, and 
we just started talking a little bit more after the solar eclipse. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know what was going on. Mm-hmm. It was really a guessing game. <laughs> and really, it was once the holidays hit. Yeah. Um, like, after that summer, we started talking and hanging out. Mm-hmm. And one day, he just, like, called me. Yeah. And he was like, hey, like, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I have something to talk about. And he was really upfront. And he said, I like you. Yeah. And at that point, I was like, whoa, like, I have never found, I've never, like, met a guy who has been so, like, matter of fact, mm-hmm. and, like, this is how I feel, mm-hmm. and we can maybe try this out or just feel it out. Mm-hmm. I just thought, wow, that's really mature. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what really was the catalyzer behind yeah. our story. Right. <laughs> I remember those days very <laughs> clearly, <laughs> because you came to work. And you were, like, flustered and kind of a bit, like, confused. Like, who is this boy? Yeah. And why is he playing these games? Yeah. Like, he clearly likes me, but there's also this part that's, like, unclear. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Michelle and I uh, were just like, girl, he likes you. Yeah. Like, it's okay. You make the first move. You just yeah. go ahead and ask him, like, what's your intentions? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I think, like... A week right after we had that conversation, he called you. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty was, crazy. That was pretty cool. I know. Oh, it like just brings back memories. And <laughs> that guessing game portion was so torturous, <laughs> but like so fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I think that's the beauty of like why we get to do this together today is I have or had the privilege to walk with you kind of through this journey yeah. right from the very beginning yeah. like meeting you when you were single yeah, <laughs> yeah. and all the craziness there yes. <laughs> and then meeting this guy from church mm-hmm. uh, Eduardo who is now your husband mm-hmm. um, so we get to share a bit more about yeah. that today which is really cool the evolution <laughs> yes <laughs> so we are here today to talk about love and relationships mm-hmm. um again from very two different perspectives yeah um but i would say esther has just brought a whole new part of what love mm-hmm. and like finding a loved one what, like what that means to me and mm-hmm. i'm just excited to kind of share out loud what that what that journey has been like yeah. so stick around and yes. <laughs> possibly later in in the episode we'll, we'll get to it mm-hmm. um but the first question kind of um uh, to start us off is how did we define love or relationships when we were young yeah. <laughs> and i like that phrase when we were young uh-huh. not as in like when we were kids or anything but like before we knew the things we now know yeah right like, I still consider that, like, that was when we were still growing in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what was that like? Um, uh-huh. And I can go first yeah. and share a bit about it, too. Um, I don't normally talk about <laughs> my love life or my experiences out loud or with people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> juicy details. <laughs> I mean, as juicy as it can get. But, like, a lot of people around me are always like, Karen, like, you know, what was dating like for you? Or, yeah. like, why aren't you, like, dating anyone right now? And mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm just like, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. <laughs> um, because there's just so much uh, that has happened, right, yeah. before 
um, where I am today, and mm-hmm. and I just am still walking through it. Yeah. So I would say, growing up or when I was younger, love and relationships was something that seemed really far fetched for me. I just didn't think that it could happen for me. Like I was never the girl who dreamed of my wedding day. Like what I was gonna wear, what colors my wedding would be like. I just never had those thoughts,、um, but I do remember like growing up, like just being really tough on the outside. Like when little boys would like tell me they like me or like chase me around, I would get so upset at them, and I would like hit them or like throw <laughs> things at them and、Dang. just be really mean. <laughs> yeah, and it's a joke now and it's funny now, but. I can see like during those days, it was probably more so a reflection of how I felt about like my dad and how marriage was, you know, shown to me at a young age. Yeah.、Um, so I kind of like hated boys for a very long time,、um, and you know, up until like high school, I I still felt like I was really someone. It was tough to get to know.、Mm. Um, like my walls were definitely up. It took a lot out of me to really like someone.、Mm-hmm. Um, like if I liked you, I would probably like you for a very long period of time, <laughs> and I would put some effort into it.、Um, and you know, just I guess a snippet of my story is there was always that almost like.、Mm. Okay, he acknowledges that he likes me as well, and somehow it just doesn't work out. And I think I was super, like, um, just not confident about like who I am, like really low self esteem. And so when someone decides to not continue to pursue me, it reiterate the fact that maybe I wasn't good enough, right?、Mm-hmm. That I wasn't worth pursuing. Um, and that happened, you know, a couple times throughout throughout my my、uh, young adulthood as well. And and I say that was mainly the pain and the hurt that I I received in terms of dating and and getting to know other people. Mm-hmm.、Um, mm-hmm. I have never been in a relationship, so it's still something that like I know I need to work through. And、mm-hmm. I am in a different season,、mm-hmm. and I would say I would. I would acknowledge that. I guess a quick story too. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in college,、um, there's this boy who I was kind of getting to know. Like we were messaging and and things like that back and forth, and would have coffee. And I remember he asked me a really deep question about myself. It was something related to like, like me and my family, and then like, basically having to put myself out there, and. He was like, "It's okay. You can get back to me in a couple of days, you know." And I went back home,、mm-hmm. and I was just like, "I'm done. I can't do this anymore." <laughs> like, who is he asking me about? Like, this part of my life. This is too、yeah. vulnerable. And I just stepped away and ignored the question that he asked.、Um, and of course, eventually, it didn't work out. So、mm-hmm. it never went anywhere. And、mm-hmm. and I I now recognize like. Karen, there's a big part of you that you were trying to protect, like you weren't willing to be vulnerable with anyone, like therefore, like no one else is willing to risk that, like with you as well.、Mm. Um, so th- those are things that I I think ways that I pictured what love and relationship kind of looked like and how it probably hindered me <laughs> in terms、yeah. of you know being young. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that's so (laughs) deep. And that's real. Yeah, like this fear of rejection, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter how loved we are is so powerful. It's it's crazy that that is such a big thing. Yeah. And I'm sure we all have been there. Of course. But but the good news or the hope in it all is like all successful relationships have been instilled by vulnerability. Yes. um, and if you're not willing to like give yourself, mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, that's not where mm-hmm. you should begin. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, vulnerability is like the bedrock and the glue mm-hmm. of good relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Esther, your mm-hmm. turn. <laughs> yeah. So what has been kind of your definition of love and relationships when you were younger? Yeah, it's crazy hearing you talk. It made, it like brought up like, wow, you know what? Before, in some ways, I was the pursuer, mm. you know, like, and that's kind of part of my personality, too. Like, I'm very forthcoming and matter of fact. It's like, hey, I want this. I'm going for it. Um, but I think that like, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with like the female being more upfront in that sort of relationship. But also like, I don't know, like. I I think that when I met Eduardo, I was able to be the one who was pursued. Mm-hmm. I was able to receive. And like part of me always pursuing was me like always giving love and not being the one to receive it, not being the one like who's just like being loved in return. Um so I think before like I was more of the pursuer, but also um my idea of love was very far from like reality Mm. um I knew that like what you saw on Disney wasn't realistic (laughs) I knew that I just felt like that's so stupid that's so dumb you know to expect like a man to be your prince charming (laughs) and to like save you like so I was very independent you know it's like no like you shouldn't live like you're waiting for or like um wanting a prince charming a savior you should live your own life and I I think I set this bar of you have to be good enough Mm. you know you have to be a certain kind of woman mm-hmm. where you have it all together <laughs> and then you can attract somebody who also has it all together. Right. Because yeah. they would only like you if you're good enough. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote. <laughs> right? Quote unquote good enough. Mm-hmm. And like for so long, that was kind of my narrative. Mm-hmm. It was always very much like, well, I don't care if I don't get married, but if I do, it would be at a later point in my life where... I feel like I'm very, very stable and I have everything that I could supply for myself. Um, But God's kind of funny, you know? He has a sense of humor. Um, I'm married, like, a lot younger than I would have ever imagined. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, like, that was kind of how I viewed love in relationships back then. It wasn't very grounded um, and I wasn't very open to it. I was also really guarded and just super independent. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Do you remember like any specific experiences where like that experience kind of was heightened? Like Yeah. I think for me my independence was emboldened mm-hmm. even more because I was hurt mm. and I was like fearful of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um I remember like 
when I would be the one kind of like pursuing and trying to make a relationship happen, mm-hmm. I ended up feeling hurt because I just felt like, why am I, why am I not good enough? Like, mm-hmm. why are you rejecting me? And so it made me feel like, well, I'm just going to invest more into myself mm-hmm. because forget that. Mm-hmm. So even though I was really hurt and guarded, I still like went on dates here and there via online dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really casual. You know, I would just go on like a couple dates here and there and then I'd feel burned out <laughs> and just stop and re-download. So yeah, that's kind of my story. Yeah. As you mentioned, like online dating, I've I've only done a handful, like few of online dates, but like what was that like for you, even in that, you know, searching period? Yeah. Right? Of love and relationship. Like, what was that like? Man, online dating, I feel like it it obviously wasn't a safe way for me to meet my mm-hmm. husband, but <laughs> It was just a good experience for me to figure out what do I enjoy, what's mm-hmm. important to me, and it made me feel more sure of who I am, and I don't know, it was just a good, like, socializing experience. Yeah. 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 Man, I think the hardest part about online dating for me was even, like, <laughs> same things, like, putting myself out there, Yeah. Um, like, intentionally meeting someone and like the person in front of me i have to like practice being vulnerable with but of course not fully telling my story but like they're gonna get to know a piece of me Mm -hmm. and right after this date like will i ever see him again or not Mm -hmm. like that's scary so so i that was always like the trouble that i had like going into like online dating and i decided like to put it on a pause and and but it might not be for me, mm-hmm. um, simply because I really value, like, face connection mm-hmm. and um, just that aspect of meeting and getting to know each other, like, in person. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Esther, now that you kind of shared, you know, what <laughs> love and relationship was like when you were younger, yeah. like, how has meeting Eduardo and like getting to know him changed all of that for you yeah i think there were a lot of changes that came because i had to confront how um fearful i was of losing my independence um i feel like having taken so much pride in being able to build my own life Mm -hmm. and work really hard and live a life where um I really didn't have, I felt like I didn't have to depend on anyone to give me what I needed and what I wanted. And then now being in a position where like I'm in a relationship and I'm openly receiving love and generous love Mm. from another person. Like I knew I would want that for all of my friends and for anybody else. Mm -hmm. But now that I was the one receiving, it was really hard. Um, So I had to work through a lot of like, why is it that I'm so quick to reject Mm. and receiving? And also how is that tied to me being able to earn things for myself and by myself, you know, saying like, I did this on my own. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So that's definitely been a journey. And I've realized just because um, you are now actively receiving and Mm -hmm. being loved by somebody who knows you and who cares about you doesn't mean that you're not independent doesn't mean that you're not able and that you don't have high expectations for yourself Mm -hmm. it means that like for me life my life has become more full Mm -hmm. and that kind of receiving has given me the support to further myself in every way Mm -hmm. um so there was that but also i feel like i really was able to 
invite my whole world like all my loved ones like people from my church and also my close friends including karen <laughs> to journey alongside me mm-hmm. um it really took a village you know it took a village yeah. of strong and wise women mm-hmm. to be able to say like hey like what you're going through it's good mm-hmm. and hold on um this is what relationships are like it's not just the joyous and the good moments but it's also the real things that mm-hmm. you work through when you are doing life with a person who isn't you yeah. who isn't identical to who you are how you process how you understand and the world that you've had to live mm-hmm. so there was that um and also from all of that there was so much healing mm-hmm. um i think that so one of the hard things that I had to wrestle with um, during my time dating and being engaged to Eduardo was going was just um, going through family stuff, um, and I can talk more about that later on in this podcast. But I think having to wrestle through that this time not alone, mm-hmm. but with my partner and working together as a team was definitely I would say a learning curve because I had to allow somebody into my life yeah I could no longer hide that vulnerable part Mm -hmm. I had to invite him and I had to let him see me fully and it was so scary um but I mean look where we are now yeah when you finally get to a place where you allow yourself to be seen and loved there's so much healing and there's so much real trust that's built from there Mm. That's good. Yeah. And that that's exactly what reminds me of like how I've seen you grow mm. um through your relationship with Eduardo and like I can even answer this question for you. Yeah. Of like, you know, seeing who you were before you met Eduardo, like mm. you were still growing, you were yeah. still like searching and understanding like love, right? Mm-hmm. For yourself. And I would say we had like a similar kind of walk mm-hmm. through that. Um, and then once you met Eduardo, who was really mature, like really sound, mm-hmm. um, like that became scary for mm-hmm. you because you're like, whoa, I'm walking into some sort of stability. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I remember like there was a point when you almost like wanted to pull out. Yeah. Like it's really that hard. Right? Yeah. Um, and I love that you allowed all of us to journey with you because we we like stopped you and was like esther like i don't think it's eduardo like Mm -hmm. it's the external factors Mm -hmm. that is playing in your life that that you know makes you unhappy or you're really stressed about and unfortunately like all of that goes into your relationship with eduardo too Mm -hmm. um and what i love uh, about you esther is like you always like ask the lord like god like what is next like what mm-hmm. do you want me to do mm-hmm. and in that like he gave you so much clarity yeah like to just hang on right yeah. um and that eduardo is a good gift yeah. for you <laughs> yeah. so so i just remember the you know those parts mm-hmm. um of journeying with you and and what mm-hmm. it meant for me too yeah um, because i saw the switch in you i saw the confidence that came like once you mm-hmm. you like held on yeah yeah Yeah. yeah and you know like as you as a listener as you're hearing us say phrases like holding on Mm -hmm. and like almost pulling out Mm -hmm. um we'll share more of what exactly all this means but i want to give some context 
That was a very hard period of my life because of everything that I was wrestling with, with my family. And mm-hmm. honestly, they were all just pre-existing issues that finally came up to the surface. Yeah. And that's another thing I want to put out there. A real relationship does that. Mm-hmm. A real relationship, I think, allows you to confront, like, this is kind of my baggage and mm-hmm. this is my history. And wow. these are the things <laughs> that may not have been known to me. But um, now that I have this partner who's walking alongside me and who kind of serves as a mirror of the things that were so normal to me, you're like, oh, this is why I do what I do. Mm -hmm. And I have to better myself. Mm -hmm. Like, you have a choice at that point. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot of personal reflection that's required of you if you want to be better. Yeah. 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 And, like, Eduardo just made it so safe for you to do that, right? Because at the beginning... Like, you know, a couple months in, you were like, hey, I haven't told him about, like, my family and mm-hmm. <laughs> some of these harder things yeah. about your life. It's like, where do I even begin with that? Yeah. You know, like, I just, it was such a vulnerable thing for me. And it, I look back, I'm like, I can't believe I felt that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, as the person that was in that room with you, like, I remember, you know, as your friends who love you, we just said, then that would be the turning point, right? Mm -hmm. Is whether he accepts you and your family for what it is, like, great. But if he doesn't, like, that's even more telling that he isn't the person for you. And you don't need or deserve anyone Mm -hmm. that wouldn't accept, you know, you the way that you are in your Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, Michelle and I were like, girl, trust me, (laughs) he'll stay. (laughs) He will stay. It's so easy to tell that to someone else, though. I totally yeah. get it. I think when you were in it, you were probably like, I don't feel that way. Yeah. Um, because I can only imagine, like, a lot of my fears mm-hmm. of, like, rejection was, mm-hmm. like, if this person really knew me, mm-hmm. knew my life, yeah. like, knew my family, then they wouldn't want me. Like, yeah. Somehow that just keeps repeating, yeah. like, in, in my head. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and it it really the question really is if you really knew me, if you mm-hmm. really saw the side of me, would you really mm-hmm. still want me? Mm-hmm. And it it really targets like the shame that we all carry deep down. Yeah. Like nobody gets to escape that. Wow. So yeah, that was really the thing <laughs> that kind of blew up, and I was like, all right, <laughs> it's time to grow. You know? <laughs> uh, but you know, all of this is behind you right and like I've been a witness of how God has just worked everything Mm -hmm. like for the better like like where you and your family are at now is Mm -hmm. way better than where it was a couple years ago and you know your confidence in receiving love and to be loved by Eduardo Mm -hmm. amazing yeah Um, which leads me to like kind of wanting to share just some lessons that I even yeah. took away from Esther. Yeah, I <laughs> and, and I kind of want to share that with our listeners because I think the beauty of like doing life and doing love and relationship with community mm-hmm. is so important mm-hmm. um, because I've been a beneficiary of that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, first and foremost, like witnessing Esther's growth and healing gave me so much hope mm-hmm. for my own journey. Like. I remember her coming to work one day and like her eyes were like poofy and <laughs> we can tell she was crying and I was like, are you okay? Is everything okay? 
and I remember we just walked over to um, grab coffee, and you were like, Karen, like, I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning <laughs> crying. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, what happened? <laughs> and you were like, no, like, God woke me up, and you felt that in some way or another, like, the Lord just told you that it was okay mm. to love him. Mm. And I was like bawling <laughs> with you. And it had to just be a supernatural mm-hmm. like power um, that enables us mm-hmm. to love again. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I couldn't imagine like you being told that and finally believing it. Right. Yeah. But it was the voice of God mm-hmm. in some way. Mm-hmm. that allowed you to open up and say like i can love this guy mm-hmm. and it's safe to do that mm-hmm. right like how beautiful is that yeah, <laughs> yeah i remember that mm-hmm. yeah totally it was really like i always knew like eduardo was a really good guy but mm-hmm. i think my walls were so thick mm-hmm. from all the years of being guarded mm-hmm. so that dream really gave me permission to like wow. let the walls mm-hmm. down yeah and and i remember like God, if you can do that for Esther, then you can do that for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that is the biggest hope that yeah. I am clinging on. Like, God, like, I have so much pain and yeah. and hurt that I've, I don't know how I've carried it, mm-hmm. you know, through these years. But, like, when the time comes, I, I trust and believe that he will do the same for me. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. like, being able to witness that is just healing and and so good um for me um and i think another thing that i've I've learned just through journey with you esther and and Mm -hmm. eduardo is like god really gives us good gifts Mm -hmm. like (laughs) and it doesn't come in this full like amazon two-day prime <laughs> like, you know package yeah but it's like this gradual like i'm building this gift mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. um and and eduardo is one of the good gifts mm-hmm. right and you were patient you waited mm-hmm. you struggled mm-hmm. and you just persevered through the hard things mm-hmm. and god is like because i have this good mm-hmm. gift for you um and it makes me like really think like god i i need to be willing Mm -hmm. to go through the hard things i Mm -hmm. need to be willing to risk (laughs) some things in my life like in order to have your good gifts yeah and it it you know i'm not saying specifically it has to be a man um in my life but even like joy like Mm -hmm. what that looks like like and love and serving and Mm -hmm. and like all the things that we're called to in this life Mm -hmm. like that it it all comes as good gifts yeah so yeah yeah those Mm. would be some main learned lessons that that i've taken away (laughs) thanks karen it's crazy how when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and invite people into that Mm -hmm. journey really the benefits are like they go both ways Mm -hmm. you know yeah and it i think that's also what made our wedding day so special because a lot of almost everyone um in our yard that's where we held our wedding everyone knew our story Mm. you know Mm -hmm. and everyone got to partake in like wow like this is such a beautiful Mm -hmm. day so thanks karen for sharing Mm. all that oh absolutely and i brag about you guys all the time (laughs) like you guys are goals 
And like just the way you guys like love and care for one another. Aww. And it's not that you guys like look so great from the outside, which yeah. you do, mm-hmm. but it's knowing the beautiful yeah. and hard journey you guys walk through yeah. like together. Like that's mm-hmm. what makes you guys goals. Oh thanks. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Karen. Yeah. Um so Esther, mm-hmm. just to kind of probe a bit more. Yeah. So what do you think was the hardest and most beautiful part of dating each yes. other? Yes. I think this is what I was trying to allude to when mm-hmm. I kept saying, like, we'll talk about this more towards the end mm-hmm. of this episode. Um, I think the hardest part, like, let's start with like the general, like the hardest part was like one, like really learning each other. Um, a wise woman once told me, like, when it comes to dating and marriage, like, if you're not the same you're different (laughs) and I was like oh snaps that's good Mm -hmm. I like that and it's like yeah like there's a learning curve to Mm -hmm. that you know no matter how similar you may be up front and so there was that like obviously with that it means like learning each other's communication styles learning each other's like conflict resolution styles like Mm. how do you even do conflict like do you believe in it you know (laughs) um so that was one but also to be more specific like if I were to dive straight into like what was the hardest part it was um, because I was dealing with a lot of family stuff that had mm-hmm. come up. Um, I had to, I had to explain that to Eduardo and say like, "Hey, the reason why um, my my parents are the way they are is because of like their culture and the mindset that they come from." And I think just just going through that journey of we come from different family cultures Mm -hmm. and how do we come to this um shared reality of how do we move forward as a couple Mm -hmm. you know how do we place our boundaries and also know that um we're doing the best that we can there was a point where i felt like there was so much contention between me and my family um and it just made me feel like you're putting me in a position where i feel like you're, I have to choose either dealing with this family stuff mm-hmm. or continuing to live my life and do life with Eduardo, mm-hmm. you know? And that was, I was the most depressed yeah. at that point in my life. Um, I mean, if I'm going to be real, like there were days where I woke up and I just felt like all I can do is put my socks on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I have to put myself out there and go to work and go through all these motions to stay sane. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really hard. And I think what was hard within the relationship, because these things don't really, they didn't have to do with the relationship. What was hard within it was learning that like, hey, like you come from a different family culture in Eduardo and this is my reality. Yeah. So how do we come to this like shared understanding mm-hmm. of like, hey, like we're both Asian and how do we respect our families, but also hold our ground, right? Yeah. Because we don't live our lives to please our family but we're loyal to our god mm-hmm. right who um who has good things for us mm-hmm. and so i think that was a huge learning curve for us learning to like wrestle with and understand mm-hmm. like this different family culture and be a team together yeah. um and stick through like all the hardship and i would say like that kind of leads into like what was like really beautiful about mm-hmm. our relationship because I'm a firm believer that pain and joy are intertwined. Mm. Our deepest pain also okay. connects us to our deepest joy. Like, Eduardo has shown me the beauty of deep, faithful commitment. Mm. Like, 
during that hard time, I just felt like, all right, like, you know, I'm ready for him to leave. <laughs> like, he's going to be out the door, and that's okay, you know? Like, <laughs> even though it wasn't okay, even though it was my biggest fear. Yeah. Um, but that's how I grew up, you know, having to guard myself. Um, but he stayed, and he loved me through all of it. He yeah. loved me through, like, the times where my fear came out in such an ugly way, you know? And I'd be like, it's okay if you leave, you know, I just want you to know, like, I'm putting that out there, like, you have permission to do that. Yeah. And he'd be like, and he would literally say this, like, I'm staying. <laughs> oh, and I, was like, I love wow. that. You know, and it gave me an opportunity to be fully seen, not just in the good, not just in the stable, but in, like, the real hard moments yeah. that we call life. Yeah. So that was so beautiful, and it really deepened our relationship mm -hmm. and allowed us to not only be more vulnerable, but to say, like, you know all of me now. Wow. And you love me. <laughs> so that was great. Yeah, and what I love about that, Esther, is you went through all of that during your dating period. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, most people don't do with those things until, like, they're married yeah. or, like, a couple years down, right, the road. And I, I think... That was also a trial period of like, mm -hmm. you know, if you guys can get through this hard mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. then you guys can get through anything together. It's true. That's how, honestly, that's <laughs> how we feel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, like, even culturally, like, family is everything to mm -hmm. us, right? And imagine being, like, caught in the middle and yeah. having to decide, like, yeah. I will lose one or the other. Mm -hmm. Like, that is the hardest thing mm -hmm. for anyone. Mm -hmm. um, and so glad that, like, you didn't have to make that choice, yeah. you know? And, and whatever that was going on at that time, like, was what was needed. Yeah. Um, but now it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, like, to see, like, your family and Eduardo's yeah. family at your wedding. I and, know. and, like, two becoming one, like, mm -hmm. and knowing that part of your story. Mm -hmm. Like, Michelle and I were just blown away. And, and so, so grateful to witness that. Oh, thanks, Karen. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> looking back, it's crazy. I just realized, like, wow. We, we had to go through that. Mm -hmm. And, like, for me, like, when it came to my own individual experience, like, I had to go through, like, confronting everything that was always there. Mm -hmm. You know, all the pain and the hardship and, like, the issues, like, the root issues with yeah. my family. Like, as a kid, I knew, like, there would come a day um, where when I'd be in relationship with somebody, like, he would have to see, like, this is the world that she comes from and yeah. this is what she's carried. Um, and so when that unfolded, it was very real and scary. Mm -hmm. But also, you're right, it was like a trial period of like, Eduardo, like, this is all of who I am. <laughs> and, you know, there was a thing he said um, early on when we were dating. And he said, I know a good thing when I see it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was true. like, oh, thanks. But I just thought, again, whoa, I've never heard that before. Mm -hmm. You know, I've always had to tell myself that, yeah. you know. But... To hear that from somebody who was so sure of what he wanted right. was, I mean, it felt great, so don't right. get me wrong, but yeah. also I was like, who are you? Yeah. Like, you're scaring me. Oh, so good. <laughs> yeah. So good. And he was just so steady from the beginning until the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And I just love you two together. Oh, and, thanks. And everything that you guys are, like, heading towards as well thanks karen and esther there's there's so much to talk about yeah and yeah. 
I, I just don't think we can get it all in. We can't. <laughs> yeah. There's just so many details. And you know what? It just means that you're going to have to stay tuned for part two yes. of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to part two. Um, you know, we, we want to share, like, the high moments with yeah. you guys. Like, I've noticed a huge switch in my own life and, mm-hmm. and how I approach, like, love and relationships now. And I'm just excited to share that part with you guys. Um, and, like, as a single woman who is in the church and serving... Um, and doing life like what that's been like mm-hmm. as well is is really dear to my heart so I'd love to share more yeah. in the next episode yeah absolutely and I feel like this this part of the episode was kind of going deeper into like what was hard right. you know and all like the depth of our story mm-hmm. you know and not just like oh we fell in love and it was so great <laughs> but also like what was behind that what was the hard work that we right. had to do because right. i'm gonna be real like that's the reality of relationships everybody if they're not sharing those things like maybe there's something missing you know yeah. there's depth to that story mm-hmm. um so yeah next episode will be more of where are we at now you know mm-hmm. um what's good and what are we what are we learning now yeah i can't wait to hear more about what esther is learning as yeah. a wife yeah. as a married woman now. as a married woman and, yeah. and maybe just what your you know hopes and, and dreams are together yeah. in the future yeah so, i'm excited thanks yeah Thanks for listening to A New Light Podcast with Esther and Karen. Um, Wow, I feel super vulnerable after sharing all of that. (laughs) I know. It's actually like really warm in here because of it. Um, So thanks for bearing with us and hearing us out. Yeah. We're really excited to share part two of this topic with you guys next week. So we hope you stay tuned. And if you guys have any questions for us, like shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new light podcast at gmail.com. And we'd love to answer any specific questions you might have for Esther and I, yeah. like even in this journey. So that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. But again, thanks for sticking it out and just being avid listeners of our yeah. podcast so far. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye.